0: They're pulling back. Milton, they want you badly. I want you too, but it's for divisional work. Go along and see the general. He's keen on you. Quote your book and all that sort of thing. In June 1913, there was published in London and New York, Milton's Theory of Values. It was a little book of 132 pages and attracted some attention. For Major Milton of the Staff College, was a person who enjoyed considerable fame in military circles. His theory was an old one, and the book enjoyed its popularity among soldiers for exactly the same reason that so many books are popular, namely because it puts old facts in a new and readable way. Milton's view was the very negation of the humanitarian view. Life was nothing. Success in battle was everything. "'Sentimentality was the poison of nation and military systems. "'Do you mourn the grain of wheat you eat in the shape of a bread morsel?' "'asked Milton. "'Would you preserve all grain for seed?' "'He proved that if you did, "'nature would step in and vitiate the value of wheat as a foodstuff. "'Destruction was essential to creation, and so on and so forth. "'At the staff college they called him the Man of Blood.' His wife called him Jackie, and when her friends told her how pleased she must be that her husband was now in his element, for he was in the hottest part of the Flanders battle line, she looked at them strangely and said that perhaps it would be better if he were at home. They wondered at this, but there was no occasion for their bewilderment. A stained grey car dropped him at headquarters, and his interview with the divisional general was short. Poor old Vickers has gone, said the general. All the wires have been messed up. Did you get your good news, by the way? I'm sorry. The devil's in the wires today. You'll find everything made good. Here is the rough idea. He was closeted with the divisional commander for half an hour, studying the map and jotting down the notes of his superior's orders. Hold them up. That's all we need to do. Keep a fatherly eye on number 16. There is a new regiment there and they're rather jumpy. Keep 63 up to the mark. He's a lethargic devil. Poor old Vickers knew a all like a book. Milton made his way on foot to his position. He was under shellfire for half an hour before he came up to the bomb-proof shelter. He had to pass the shattered dugout wherein Vickers had sat amidst a ganglion of telephone wires directing affairs for his general until a chance shot from the enemy's 8.2 had wrecked the shelter. Vickers himself His hands crossed on his breast and his face mercifully hidden beneath a wagon cover, lay by the side of the sodden road. Milton scarcely gave him a glance as he passed. Vickers had been one of his best friends, but there was no time for sorrow or sentiment, especially sentiment. He remembered with a whimsical smile the dead man's weakness. He was the most truculent bridge player in the division. Milton came to the new shelter. Men were piling earth upon its roof and a dozen engineers, in their shirt-sleeves despite the pouring rain, were sorting out a confusion of wires with maddening deliberation. Maddening to the infantry officers who watched the operation. Perfectly understandable to the phlegmatic RE officer who superintended the proceedings. We shall be ready for you in ten minutes, sir, he said. Milton sat down under a dripping privet hedge, philosophical and calm. The roar and crash of the battle impressed him less today than it had ever done. He saw a great battle, a terrific combat between the cruel and inexorable, and the weak and helpless. He sensed with a numb anguish the fight that the woman he loved was waging in solitude and suffering, and the sweat stood on his forehead at the thought. What was Vickers? What were these men, who he knew were falling by the score with every tick of his watch? What cause would justify so overwhelming a terror as waited by her pillow? Phew! He stood up and whistled. The hand he raised to wipe his damp face was shaking. Ready, sir! He nodded and slipped down the steep bank into the roomy apartment which the engineers had prepared. they had created some sort of ventilation, but there was no light, save the four electric lights fed from portable batteries and the one big oil lamp turned low, but raised in a moment of emergency. A narrow table in the middle of the room was covered by a map, on which an officer was arranging little oblong blocks of wood, each bearing a symbol. You'll find these correct, sir.